Seattle's Morning News on Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM. Dave Ross with Colleen O'Brien, joined by local historian and producer of the weekly show, Pi, on KCTS 9, Felix Bunnell. Good morning, Felix. Good morning. On this St. Patrick's Day, it turns out that this area has a, a pretty close Irish connection, and the proof is in a little graveyard south of SeaTac. Yeah, I mean, that's there's so much great history hidden in all these spots all around the place. I'm a big fan of this notion of the Windshield Museum. You know, you don't have to drive to Mohai or someplace like that to understand history. If you just get off the road and take a look around, you might find something like this St. Patrick's Cemetery, which is it's right off Arilla Road down on I-5 um, overlooking the Kent Valley. Mm-hmm. It's about five acres. Um, there was a family there, the Mullins. Uh, the O'Con- uh, Mullen was the name of the wife. The O'Connells uh, donated this land in the 1880s. They'd been there since the 1870s. And they saw a need to have a cemetery for Irish Americans, Irish Catholics mostly, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first people were buried there in December of 1880. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's neat because um, there's so much immigration here. Obviously, this was a native territory up until the 1800s, right? And so many people started coming here in the 1850s and 1860s. And like any immigrant now, the people you, you, you gravitate toward are people who share either your heritage or your religion. And so it made sense for different ethnicities to have these little cemeteries. Um, what what I really like about it, it was donated to the, uh, the it was called the Corporation of the Bishop of Nisqually, because back in 1861, um, when that was created, the what's now the Archdiocese of Seattle, Nisqually was the big deal. That's where the fort was, where Hudson's Bay had been. And so by looking at places like this, all these details emerge about this history that's just forgotten. I mean, we just take for granted everything about Seattle now being grunge and coffee and Boeing and stuff like that. But you just go back a few layers deeper, and these places are all over the place. You can just pull up and... You know, back back in the 19th century, cemeteries were much more like parks. People would actually go visit their dead relatives. You'd have a picnic there. You know, kids would play in cemeteries. Was there a big Irish immigration here? You know, it's there was. It's not we had, we didn't have a huge Irish community here, but we didn't have a small one either. It was it was probably you know commensurate with the other other ethnicities that were here. We have a lot of, obviously a lot of Norwegians and a lot of uh, Germans and people like that. But Irish people started coming to America back in the 1850s after the uh, the famine in the 1840s. Now, is this marked? Is it on a tourist map someplace? How did you find it? It's not on a tourist map. There's an Irish Heritage Club here in Seattle has done a fabulous job of, of, of documenting Irish history, and they run the Irish Parade every year, and they do all these great activities with the Gaelic football and stuff like that. And they've, they've got a sweet little website that has details and photographs, and it's actually run by, I think, the Gethsemane Church actually has run the cemetery for the last 40 years because that's another problem with a lot of these cemeteries. They just get abandoned because the people who create them die off, obviously. And there isn't any any money to take care of them. But fortunately, this this cemetery was adopted officially by um, Catholic Church, I think, about 50 years ago. So it's actually being taken care of. It's beautifully maintained. There's a gorgeous view of the valley. Some of the uh, tombstones there, there's a, a big monument to the Christian brothers. These are the people who created, like, O'Day High School, for instance. Mm-hmm. Big, maybe 10-foot-tall cross with all this um, Celtic designs on it and everything. Kind of stuff. You don't you don't think about Seattle as a big Irish city, right? You think yeah. more about Norwegians and Stan Borson and Lutefisk and that sort of right. thing. But John Doyle Bishop. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I, I, him. You know, yeah, exactly. Used to, yeah, painting used to paint the green line, painting the green down down Fourth Avenue, starting back in the early seventies. Yeah, Boy, we don't I, have any flamboyant personalities we, like that around. Yeah, we really do miss John Doyle Bishop. That we need to create. We need to find out who Seattle's next John Doyle Bishop is going to be. Definitely. Thank you, Felix. I'm not Irish. There are some O'Briens in the cemetery uh, down there too. I'll have to check All them right. out. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> and Felix here I am with no green on today. How embarrassing. I know. I, was, I wasn't going to say anything, but as long as you've mentioned it. I'll uh, call myself out. It's embarrassing to my Irish heritage.